all that they really want to see you doing is help them achieve their vision really like that's all they want is to achieve their vision and make sure that they're surrounded with people who can help them really do it not just like people who are flapping around so when you work with them take notes because they will just talk and they'll go off on one a bit like me um send them summaries work with their development and product teams really closely like make sure that you are their first part of call for any information because there is a tendency to kind of get into silos sometimes with this personality type and this isn't on purpose it's really just because they want to get stuff done and they want their vision realized and they'll do whatever it takes to get there ladies welcome to the web three and thrive podcast i'm your host emily rose delara i've been working as a marketing leader in web three for the past seven years and as amazing as it's been it's also been super tough but with every hardship comes learning and i'm here to pass that on to help you thrive in web three if i can make a difference to at least one of my listeners it's all been worth it so take 20 plug in and get ready to gain the confidence, knowledge and strategies you need to thrive in Web3. Hey guys, today I'm going to be talking about something that's really going to help you to thrive in Web3. Personality types. There are certain personality types that pop up in this space and knowing how to navigate them is going to really help you in your career, in negotiations, in meetings, in any kind of contact you have with them. Understanding them is going to really change the way you work. Now, I've worked with many personalities over my career. I struggled to understand how to manage personality types for a long time and this was really at the expense of my own um mental health really not being able to understand how to manage the emotions when I was dealing with these people was just taking a toll on me and it didn't get any better until I started to really study personality types study how to manage them see therapists and work with coaches and now I can say that I've really learned how to deal with them better and as much as I love revisiting things like you know Myers-Briggs I'm an ENFJ, by the way. It doesn't really need to be as complex as that. It's just maybe having an awareness that makes everything a bit easier. To navigate the more difficult personalities and avoid conflict and encourage efficient collaboration, I use three skills. One, compassion. Two, emotional intelligence. And three, patience. Now, you've got to understand I'm a woman in Web3. Back in 2017 at conferences and work events, I was a woman in crypto, a rarity, confusing. Why is this woman at a conference? Is she a prostitute? Is she a sales rep? I saw and dealt with so many personality types that I could literally see them coming from a distance, like from the booth. How could I possibly know someone's personality from that far away? Body language, clothing, and the way they hold themselves. You know how you feel when you're confident in what you're doing, right? You stand taller, you speak louder, you look ahead, you make eye contact with people and you and you usually dress to trigger the dopamine, right? You've probably all heard of dopamine dressing. That's what you do when you're a confident person. 
Confident people stand out compared to those who dress down, slouch, look down, cross their arms and speak quietly. It's as simple as that. You can really tell the difference. So yeah, over time, I've picked up on four specific types of people who pop up a lot from working with them and having to deal with them on a day-to-day basis. They all have their quirks, but hopefully having insight into these people and just how to navigate them will help you deal better with them next time you see them. The first type of person who you will see popping up quite often, especially if you've been in crypto a long time, you'll, you'll know this type. It's the person, usually male, although I have met female versions who kind of swagger around with a very huge air of confidence with grills and a grunt. Like I've met people with grills and I've met people who grunt as well um, <laughs> within this type. And they they just became crypto rich, basically, and they need to show the world that they are crypto rich. They lack confidence, usually, but they perceive that they have a ton of confidence, but it really comes from um, insecurity, really. And they like to tell everybody where they came from, like their background, creating kind of like um, started at the bottom, now I'm here kind of vibe. Um, and they never learn business really. And they're too proud to ask anybody how to do anything. Like even if they're doing it all wrong and it's a mess, they'll never ask for help because, you know, they managed to just raise $10 million or whatever in a bull market. So they don't need to ask anybody for help. In their eyes, they are a raving success, but they don't realize that once you've earned money, and this is a hot topic of mine, once you've earned money, um, not even earned money, once you've raised money, now you need to actually deliver something and manage resources and manage budget. And this kind of goes over their heads. So you'll see this very often. Usually with this level of arrogance and ego, the funds that have been raised will probably last like a year, at like probably a year maximum. I've seen people burn through a couple of million at least in less than a year. So this is this is being quite kind to them. They're also the type who like to talk over you a lot. And a lot of the time they'll hire you just to make a better looking deck. You know, they're the ones who like want somebody on there who's maybe female to make it look more diverse. And they have no interest in your opinions whatsoever. They know it all, but they really know nothing at all. So how do we work with these kind of people? Well, you don't. If you ever have the misfortune of finding this kind of person in your team or leading a team, take what you need, contacts, quick paycheck, whatever it may be, then get out. Protect yourself at all costs. Keep paper trails because this type like to change their tune like the wind and you don't want to be at the cost of it. Okay, so that's that's type number one. We'll get those out the way quickly. We've we've all met this type and they do kind of overlap into different industries too, for sure. But it's very typical for this industry. So type two. Type two is also crypto rich, but they're very smart, super technical, and probably have a background in sales, marketing, technology, or they've just been a founder in different industries. They're usually introverted extroverts I would say they're confident in their knowledge and their own selves and they really don't need to impress anyone else you won't see them like flashing with a super fancy car they'll just be there providing value they're often visionaries they're devoted to self-development and research a lot of the time usually they have really strong ideological beliefs especially in this industry which is how they found and made their money in crypto 
They have a strong sense of purpose and they want to leave the world in a much better place than they found it. And they strongly, strongly believe that crypto and Web3 is the way to do it. Because of this, these guys are really easy to get on with. They're really inspiring, they're charismatic, and but it can be infuriating sometimes because it seems like nothing's ever getting done. They're constantly bouncing around with new ideas and they don't like too much structure. I've worked with and been lucky to work with many type twos and the best way to work with them in my opinion is to have very set structures to how we kind of work around them. So set meetings, ask what success looks like to them and reflect on that with them regularly to make sure that you're all on the right page because it can change sometimes. All that they really want to see you doing is help them achieve their vision really Like that's all they want is to achieve their vision and make sure that they're surrounded with people who can help them really do it, not just like people who are flapping around. So when you work with them, take notes because they will just talk and they'll go off on one, a bit like me. Um, Send them summaries, work with their development and product teams really closely. Like make sure that you are their first port of call for any information because there is a tendency to kind of get into silos sometimes with this personality type. And this isn't on purpose. It's really just because they want to get stuff done and they want their vision realized and they'll do whatever it takes to get there. So the best way to manage any kind of silos is to get buy-in from all departmental heads. Make sure that there's a process interdepartmentally, that's a big word, for any new initiatives because this stops things getting messy. It prevents any conflict and any confusion. So everybody's always on the same page everybody's communicating and everyone knows what's happening at all times. Type twos are also very patient until they think things are stalling. Like they're very patient and they're also very trustworthy. And this is why they don't always jump in to everything. You won't see them like going crazy on the slack. They are literally observing a lot of the time and they'll pop up with like value bombs every now and then. And it's really up to you as a leader to manage them compassionately and understand that any emotional response from them is really about them and their perspective or idea of success. It's all about, really, it's all about them reaching their goals. And if anybody's in the way, it's really unsettling for them. It takes like the control away from them. Um, Did I mention that they can be control freaks sometimes? So bear this in mind. And again, keep communication totally transparent. Next up, we've got type three, the corporate controller. So the corporate controller is one we can all relate to. This type is very, very common. And you see it, especially if you're working in crypto in the early days. And if you're actually, if you're coming over from fintech and the technology industry, you'll also have seen this a lot. They are the corporate directors, their VPs, the successful, like super successful fund managers, um, investors, VCs, and traders. They come from elite backgrounds and they're highly intelligent. They're really confident in themselves or at least on the outside and they have what they call the corporate hustle. So they got into crypto because one of their hedge fund contacts needed an executive in a lucrative new market, right? So they heard about crypto. They were like, oh, this sounds interesting. I'm kind of over my uh, corporate job right now. Let's jump into something else. And they also saw uh, dollar signs because the returns from crypto were a lot higher than what they're making in their quarterly bonus, for example. This kind of personality type went to all the schools and they believe to be a success, you've got to work 24-7 and set the example to the team. In corporate world, they were pretty high up and high up enough that they never really had to manage a thing. Like they didn't really have to manage 
the executionary tasks. They could literally lay down a strategy, make meetings, get results, and then spend every other hour building the partnerships, going to dinners, satisfying clients, which we all know is is not really it's not really realistic in Web3 startup world, not even in when exchanges were super early on. It, it doesn't really work like that when you're a leader in crypto. So their motivation is really money and status. So deep down, they have this great fear of scarcity, which drives their desire to make money. They have a tendency to burn out and they can get a bit erratic at times too. However, it, they never really seem to do anything about it. So they're constantly like, up in the air, running around at a million miles an hour and burning out, burning out, but never really learning from this burnout. This is all generalizing, by the way, guys. This is not just like, not everybody is like this. Um, so when working with this personality type, there are three things to remember. Lead by data. Summarize every single meeting in an email because they have they, they tend to have mild ADHD and usually they're not paying full attention to what you're saying. And you must, must highlight how your project is going to generate ROI because no money, no job for them, remember. Their motivation is money. And you've got to know with this type, they're not always the best people leaders because they never needed to be, right? They've been heavily cushioned by middle managers, which we all know is not the case in startup crypto. So be wary of that in your interactions. If they think anyone is slowing down their progress to make money and get status, then you've got to be ready with a data-driven reason and a solution. They have a tendency to use non-compassionate language sometimes and can react emotionally in heated situations. So not reacting emotionally back in, is, is really in your favor here. All they want to do is stimulate growth and see results. So acknowledging their problems, providing a solution, and smoothing things over will really help you to diffuse any kind of emotionally fueled situation. And it'll personally protect your energy with this personality type. Like, you know, we can't put all of our energy out solving everybody else's problems and trying to make everybody else feel better. So make sure to protect your energy. And actually, I'll go into this in a few other episodes about protecting energy and making sure that you have... Um, not to get woo-woo, that you are able to not absorb everybody else's emotions. Anyway, next part. So the great thing about this personality type, just to finish this part off, is that they generally know how to make money. This is the great part about it. Like as much as it's difficult to work with them sometimes, they know what to do and they have real world business experience. Like not like a lot of crypto uh, and web three founders. So bear this in mind, know that they usually know what they're doing and just manage around them and just tread carefully. Don't, and don't also don't take things too personally. Don't ever kind of take anything to heart with these guys. Um, just know that their motivation is making the money, keeping the status and keeping the face really. Type four, the crypto bro. Sorry, <laughs> I had to go there, you know, I can't help it. The crypto bro, I will cover quickly. They're the DGENs who've made a bit, they've lost a bit, and now they've become what they think experts in crypto. So now they can do whatever they want. They're overly confident. They lack EQ, so emotional intelligence, and they really have no idea how to work with people, like literally have no clue. They're kind of the person who you would hate to date, like the person who you go on a date with and they just talk about themselves and their money and their work and whatever, and they literally never ask you one question. That, that kind of personality type. The motivation is again, usually money. 
and they think what they say is gospel and they want to make sure everybody else knows it. Like they are basically the people who built crypto guys, like they know what they're talking about. They're the ones we really love to hate. The crypto growth marketers, the KOLs are the one managing their KOLs and collabs. No disrespect to anyone who does this because there's nothing wrong with that. But this is just one specific personality type who does happen to do that. They have an air of importance and they love to tell you what to do. They don't really tend to have a background in anything else related to crypto, uh, marketing, sales, building a business. And as much as they put in the time to research where they'll make gains, they haven't really done anything related to personal growth or business growth. So they're kind of faking it till they make it. And when they do, it's it's often short-lived, <laughs> as we know. So when working with this person, it isn't always a fabulous experience, I'm not going to lie. And you probably already know this. But by accepting who they are, understanding what they are trying to protect and prove, you can just continue to get on with your life. You know, If you have a limiting belief of not being good enough, there is a risk that this type of person could trigger you, at least in my experience. Actually, also what I find when I'm trying to deal with crypto bros is just questions, you know, asking them what they mean by that, asking them to provide data, um, just really to understand what they're trying to achieve can help you deal with them a bit better. Anyway, that covers the four main frequent personality types. And if you've ever experienced them in this space, now this will help you to understand how to deal with them better so it doesn't ruin your day. So it doesn't ruin your day or your job or your life because learning how to navigate these types of personalities really makes the experience in Web3 and crypto a lot more enjoyable and you get more out of it. And in fact, you'll find that working with these personality types in the future is a breeze, like literally doesn't bother you. So that's all of them. If you have any other personality types, please send me a DM or comment on my post on LinkedIn or Instagram, Emily and Web3. And before we go, just a reminder, whilst Web3 is meant to be fun, exciting and new, don't let this become an excuse to put up with badly behaved people. Nothing is worth sacrificing your mental health over, not even Web3. So that's all I've got for you today. As always, thank you for listening. Don't forget to drop us a review and head over to Instagram and TikTok at Emily in Web3 for daily content. And feel free to drop me a message or question. I am here to serve you. See you next time.